Hello and welcome to everyone's favorite show, Stephen Bob Four with Max and Randy. I'm Max. Woo! He's Fuck Randy. You. All right, I'm gone. Oh, okay, I, great. Um, just, I'm gonna leave. I was guys. about to introduce our guest host, Evan, <laughs> but guest host? I just that. You know I've been on the show longer than Randy, right? Like just because Randy gobbles your balls. <laughs> Was not even better hey, than hey, I was thinking hey, about how Randy and I were hey, this week. I can Evan. separate my love life from my professional life, okay? I yeah. You can. I don't really think you have much of a love or a professional life. <laughs> anyway, so I have like a professional guys, love life. Dylan both was like unimpressive. So Dylan might join us, might not. He's had like some connection issues. <laughs> yeah, connection issues going on right now. So and um, beers. Before we before we begin, um, I've got a little thing I need to do here. Oh yeah, you oh, mentioned oh, this. Oh well, actually no, I've got two, two things. things to do. Then yes, uh, the first thing uh, happened in the Reddit discussion thread. Uh, making good on it. This is a shout out to the Reddit user Louise PSC. Uh, he sponsor. Said he likes it. No, not a sponsor. He just said he likes it when we do bullshit. Oh. And I said I'd dedicate a fart joke to him. Oh. So, Louise, <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> oh, Evan, what the hell? Oh. I'm going to put... I know you're in Georgia and you eat all that soul food, but come on. <laughs> They're not even in the right... It's fine. <coughs> soul food's in thing... Georgia? I've eaten soul food in Georgia. Yeah, it's yeah. not initially from here. It's, it's like, uh... like, oh, yeah, you love those Chicago-style hot dogs in Atlanta. You're eating them all the time. Like... It's not, they have them here, but it's not initially from here. I mean, I guess. I mean, it's the southeast. This, it's soul food is a southeast thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be from here, but it's yeah, it's in the fucking south. Come on, yeah. It's that area. <laughs> I, I, I would say just counts. to make sure I plan this fucking joke in advance. The other <laughs> thing is, I got a little thing. I kind of want to rally fandom, and it's not the usual like you people are actually hurting the world with your stupidity thing, but it's still pretty stupid. Like normal. So like after normal. yesterday, a message received, people, people, yeah, people are like, uh, so someone on Tumblr is like, I've come up with a way to identify yourselves as an extremely loyal fan. Uh, use this format to get your gem identity. Uh, birthstone, birth is the facet, date of birth is the cut. <coughs> and so the original poster is like, for example, mine is Aquamarine, Facet two zero zero one cut zero three zero six. Use this information to signify yourself as a loyal Steven Universe fan. Now, I just realized that's like, like a thirteen year old like... human being, which is weird to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you follow. You did it, Randy. You I know. Follow really, really hard. Your thirteen own year old. I know. I really. Yeah, I, Randy, I, I did do it. I mean, I thought it was. Randy I thought it was like, a cute oh, little thing. I'm, I'm Diamond Facet nineteen ninety three cut zero four zero one. Here's the thing about that, people. You're supporting well, fucking that's, that's, Nazism. That's why we keep Randy around. You guys keep me around? Evan. I'm the amethyst of this group? No, you're... Anyway, what? <laughs> what I'm saying is this shit is like yeah. Nazism, because that's fucking Diamond Authority Code, which is like a totalitarian regime that like uses that shit to like strip away your identity and replace it with a number. F so it's not like Nazism. It's at the very least communism. And I'm not falling for this Auschwitz bullshit. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> this is not being a true fan. This is erasing your identity, you piece of shit. No. I'm not doing it. My people had barcodes. <laughs> I'm not getting one too. 
<laughs> so, with that all said, log date 715, what is it, 2? Yeah, yeah, 7152. Two. This is a so, what you got? This is the one episode eight. where Peridot is now a crystal gem. Yeah, technically speaking, she's already become one. I I thought this was a great sort of uh, epilogue to the the uh, the, the the meat of the Stephen. It's Bob. a great roundup episode that kind of like ends it on a little happy note. Plus, if well, I mean, it gives us a like, like Garnet a, and Peridot episode. Episodes. Yeah, it's a it's a Peridot and Garnet. It's the it's the it's we thought we were gonna get it along with Back to the Barn and Too Far, but we got it at the end of the Stephen Bomb, which I don't know. I'm pretty okay with it considering kind all of stuff that happened. It kind of makes sense too because Garnet, Garnet, you know, is sort of the the unofficial like leader of the Crystal Gems. Uh-huh. Because, like, you know, she like her bonding with this uh, this new person and this new person bonding over her this with her is, is probably the most creature. important. Like that. <laughs> yes, this. I mean, I'd say. I mean, I, I wouldn't say most important, but I get what you mean because with. The thing is that, like, um, you know, they're the most significant. Pearl rather. and Amethyst, Pearl and Amethyst, uh, yeah, both acting like Garnet, kind of. Garnet's always been kind of like the most well-rounded of the crystal gems. Yeah, and um, it, it kind of made sense that she was the last <laughs> one to sort of gain Peridot's trust. I mean, as far well, we don't know that for sure, considering this is a flashback episode, so we have no idea when in the timeline of the barn. And that moment when, uh, after talking to Yellow Diamond, when Garnet actually, they actually had their little connection. If it was before Back I to the Barn, like... or it was probably after, but you know, it's just one of those it things you after. can't really there's tell. There's no way, there's no way it wasn't after. It was, there's no way it was before. I mean, fair enough. It could have been, yeah. I mean, it's just one she, of those. Because she and Amethyst were already yeah, like. Yeah, because Garnet like, still Amethyst hated her before sort of like, Stephen yeah. Bomb yeah. She's like, started. I see their about. Yeah, fair enough. She's like, I see their value, you know. Exactly. I really think mm-hmm. that the, the moment that they, 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 I think it had to come after, uh, uh, what's that song? Um, uh, the Peridot song. Peace uh, and love on the planet Earth. Yeah, I didn't ask you to sing. No, I think it definitely it came before um, that. I think it came before that, because, like, Peace and love on so? the planet Earth, Garnet is kind of, like, already chill supporting with her. Peridot and, like, going yeah, along. Guess, yeah, like, like Garnet's would... already reconciled things with her. Yeah. And that's I something guess... I was wondering, like, when the hell did Garnet get so, well, to... like, tolerant of Peridot? And yeah. now we know. And all it took well, was pushing I, I Greg off the way, roof. The way... <laughs> the way I was thinking about it was that, like, uh, they had to have had that moment before. Well, initially I was thinking, like, oh, well, the, you... Uh, Peridot proved to Garnet that she could like be open and like you know change and stuff but it makes more sense I think that they are comfortable and stuff because uh, on Peridot's side she's comfortable enough to like stand in front of them and sing this song she wrote you mm-hmm. know like like uh, so I, I guess yeah. it makes sense to this before that or it, like it would have to be yeah I like God I have to say like you like God yeah I like, God. like God I like God God's a pretty <laughs> cool dude I mean, he did, the, he's done a, this I episode of the Ringo Zone. God, Randy becomes a priest. God's done some shit in his day. I, I like his moxie, <laughs> but yeah, I, like let all me, the the comedy in, in this. In the words episode. of a recent Doctor McNinja comic, <laughs> let me tell you about God. God can fuck up. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! The fucking the comedy <laughs> in this episode was like grade A stuff. Like, like really, good. Jesus Matt, Christ! We need to do. Uh, we need to just do a dramatic reading of stuff sometime. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. That's what we were doing. Like, because Max and I were playing. Uh, 
we were playing some TF2 earlier. We were just like doing dramatic reasons of talking about comics. <laughs> because we think yes. we're fucking hilarious, and we just do like audible sixty-nine over shit. Like, oh god, you're so funny. <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying, like, we jack each other off. Like, Evan, I'm fucking phenomenal. You can. Ugh. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so. Paradox pushing Greg off the roof is great. John Belushi said the I love that. I love that. Like you can hear the wind moment of silence before you know, like someone's about to do something really shitty and mean. But like that moment of silence almost and makes it more funny. Paradox. Yeah, and of course it's Paradox. We should. Uh, yeah. We should get that. I like how uh, Garnet was there just waiting with her future vision for. Wait, what was that, Evan? I was saying. I'm glad we don't. Ha- well, I think we should get it, but I'm glad we don't have it uh, for this podcast. Because if we had a moment of silence before anyone said anything mean, this would just be 15 minutes of silence and 15 minutes of us being mean to each other. As <laughs> oh, opposed to Evan, the normal Evan, 30 you know or what? so minutes of us just being mean to each other. Evan, Evan, you know What's what? That? What? What? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right the I fuck did. into that one, Evan. Holy crap, I was like Sideshow Bob with the rake. It was just like, bam, and I walked into a different one. Bam, and I walked into a different one. That was brutal. Oh my god, it was it oh was brutal, god. and I have only myself. To I'm losing circulation in my head. God. Oh no, I broke Randy again. <laughs> No. Oh, no. Hello? He's so delicate and fragile, Max. You have to be careful. Hey. A oh, six-pack six is not going to save me from that. Oh, you don't have a six-pack? I know. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. I was making... You don't have a six-pack. <laughs> I do. It's in the fridge outside, asshole. Oh, good joke. It's a good joke. I, it was the, I'm the first person to ever make that joke. It's true. Yeah, definitely... I didn't know you were someone who peaked at freshman year of college when they rushed for a fraternity <laughs> and the, didn't get in. I'm the Carlos Mencia of originality. Yeah, yeah I don't know. That reminds me I've of one time you like I Carlos fucking... I had, well, okay, I liked Carlos... I Randy, that joke just reminds me. I liked me. Carlos Mencia when oh, I was in ahead. middle school. Everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck, like, okay. Being in middle school, like, not while you're doing it, but after it's over... It was like, the worst. You're just allowed to get away with anything because it was middle school. You could be like... Well, I-, I killed a man. Oh my god, I don't know if I could be friends with I was in middle school. Oh, everyone's shitty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but I was... No, I was 12. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, no, I get... No, no, it's okay. Here, yeah. let me buy you a drink. I'm sorry. Puberty is a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, the person apologizes for assuming anything about you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wow, I had no idea you killed someone. Okay, I'm so sorry. A, a detail that I just I haven't brought up yet, and I'm going to tie this in. My favorite part of the episode is when Paradox watching that yeah, campground okay. TV show. And I just realized, mm-hmm. in the Steven Universe world, Canada's flag is green. And I'm wondering if that's either, <laughs> that's either just... Wait, wait, I'm, wait, I'm wondering wait, if... Hold on, wait, wait. Wait, hold on, Max. I don't think... What? That's a real thing, Randy. No, what? The Canada's flag is green. Canada's flag is red. Is this one of your make uh, make Randy seem like an asshole by making no? Uh, are you like doing thing. an Canada's improv flag is green. bit? They changed it like two years. Ago. No, they didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't. No, that's a real thing. Look it up. No, it's not. Look it up. I'm telling you. I'm gonna Google thing. this, and you're gonna be wrong. 
Please. <laughs> Please do. I'm I'm Googling Canada Green Flag right now and I'm gonna see what happens. You're not gonna find anything, I promise. I know because you made that shit up, asshole. Yes I did. Yes I did. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Uh, as Colin and Andrew. Evan, you're the one like who how, wanted uh, us to be done in half an hour. Why are you wasting our time? I was going to make I was going to make an observation about the Canada green flag thing and it's either just their way of saying like oh their Canada is different from the real world Canada or I'm wondering if it's that long running joke that was there for a while after I think jailbreak when you watched like Paradox about Escape Paradox Pod landing in Canada Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like Lauren Zook getting in on that joke. Oh yeah. Cuz like I don't think it I, it very maybe. well. It might, might be, be I, but I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went either I, I way. Mean, here, here's <laughs> I think here's my well thing about be. that fucking show. Mm -hmm. The fucking camping oh, show. Oh, yeah. Because the camping show, it's like, we thought you were on the good team, but you're on the bad team, and the guy's wearing a diamond. And I'm like, is there any show within the show that isn't a metaphor no, for the show? Because why would they be watching it? Well, Little Butler is about no, like Steven. device. Fucking Brian Betts' Friends is about It's a narrative parallel, Max. Yes, that's exactly what that was. What I was saying. When I, was I just asking is like, like is like the entirety like, of like TV programming in the world of Steven Universe run by irony. What the fuck? <laughs> well, okay, Max. If you want a tell, if you want yes. a cartoon where the show's inside that's the cartoon, it. I have nothing to do with the plot. Just watch Gravity Falls. You can get all of that in Gravity Falls. Hold on. Are you saying Duck Actually, I. I Totally disagree with you. Duck Detective is totally supposed Duck to be like Duck Detective had a twin in fact, brother have, in it. Uh, a oh, an evil twin. Yeah, Duck Detective had a brother, and they had that line where it's like, "No, Duck Detective is very deep. Don't judge it just by like the fact that it's Duck Detective." Okay, like, well, aside from totally Duck Detective, so yeah, but I mean, aside that, from Duck Detective, like the they also had Hampton Saint Rupter Frabble as the irrescible Coxswain Saunter Bludgeon Hampton Fuffenshire. So you know what? Not everything is relevant. A lot of that is just <laughs> a jokes. lot of it. Like Steven Universe, it's like brought crying breakfast fans. Haha, it's just a weird cartoon. It's like why do cartoons make you cry? I'm like, wait, this is about the show. <laughs> and then it's like, please forgive me, Spoon. I loved you, Pear. It's like son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, come on. The the words were one letter off. It's obvious at that point. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't mind it. I think it pairs. Was it a little too on the nose? Is that what you're asking? Oh yeah. Like, like okay. So I will admit, oh! Steven Universe. Steven Universe does do it a little bit on the nose when they do that kind of stuff. But Max, what in the hell? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, Max. What the fuck noise is that? <laughs> Did you like? That was the come noise and that comes from knowing you. <laughs> All right, that's what happens when I'm It was a simultaneous, like, murder scene slash orgasm. Like every, every 25 minutes, you're like, oh, man, I'm on this podcast. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I totally forgot. Basically. Shit, Shit I'm on it's this like, podcast. Whoops. It's like, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sidetrack. It's like when you do that thing, you're like, man, I feel so bad. Why? What if my life is wrong again? And then, like, you have to, like, backtrack to remember the only <laughs> thing is wrong. You... Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, man, fuck. Why did I remind myself of that? Damn it. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I try and purposely well, remember that? Why not just let myself repress it? <laughs> All right. So, but, yeah. speaking of not that, um, <laughs> Randy. Yes, me. <laughs> you had a thing to say, I feel like. Yeah, I was, uh, like, it was, I was going on the Canadian green flag Canada paradox joke. I was there for a while. And then we learned that it's just like, 
that Peridot has slowly become a caricature. Like, this is furthering the fact that I think that Ronaldo and Peridot would get along as friends super well in this show because they are both becoming parodies. Yeah, Peridot of, went full Ronaldo. They're just, they're becoming parodies of, uh, of like, the viewers, of us. Like, on both ends of the spectrum. I I don't think I agree with that entirely. I mean, I think they are, like, aware of their viewership, you know? Um, and, and, like, this could just be one of those things that's, like, uh, uh, correlation without causation. You know, like, that just could just be coincidence. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in the Uncle Grandpa episode, you know, uh, they they definitely, like, acknowledge the, the fan base's reaction to... Oh, that was bad. Uh... They definitely acknowledge the fan base's reaction to it. Like that was definitely a thing, and I feel like that was uh, the way the way that the Christmas jokes were written in that episode was like a direct response to okay, our fan base is a little crazy, but this I think is like just just uh, people with that kind of mindset in general. You know, like the like crazy I think it's less about the, like, uh... oh, this is this or this or this. I think it just kind of speaks to the sort of changes in, like, uh, the generations that are creating entertainment media in general. Exactly, now. yeah. It's like, crazy fandom, crazy fandom yeah. has existed for a long time. You go back to, like, Trekkies, and that's obvious. The thing is, like, Star Trek could never, like, I don't know, as far as I know, Star Trek could never, like, fucking make fun of Trekkies and get away with that. Yeah. You know, like, that'd just be pissing off their fan base. But the thing Probably is that not, no. the people creating these shows the people creating these shows are nerds now and nerddom is kind of like semi-celebrated now. So it's not about like the specific fandom. It's just well, like exactly, jokes yeah. about nerds and like poking fun and all like when Ronaldo, you know, makes that joke way back when about like subs versus dubs, like that's not relevant to the Steven universe fandom. That's just about like internet culture. So it's, it's definitely just kind of like, this right, is the kind of joke think, that we can make in the modern time we weren't able to make in the past. Yeah, I think. Well, well, I was going. I, I think celebrating is totally the right word because it's celebrating it. I was saying I, I think celebrating is totally the right word for that um, because the people who are making the show are totally they're nerds. Oh yeah, you know. So it's like it's like being able to like step back and be like, hey, we're kind of. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. It's like when it's I was a, saying that I wasn't week, talking about like you know? them like like being like malicious towards the fan base it was all in good oh, fun no, i think yeah. i think we're just i think we're just uh like we're just uh uh piggybacking yeah 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 i like sure. i i love that peridot is that because you know obviously no one's gonna get like pissed off or irritated that peridot is like shipping characters on a tv show and like getting like way too analytical about it. it's like uh-huh that's on the nose but like you know it's all in good fun and we know it and it's like that's actually really it's like fun. We've done exactly. Because that. that's what that's so, what these writers did, because some of the, the storyboard artists and the writers, they were the same thing that we are now. Like just like watching these cartoons and being like, oh, that character works with that character and that character gets along with that character. And it's been going on since time of memoriam, since you know, entertainment existed. And it's just really funny to see like it's just funny to see Peridot, like a character like Peridot, do this very human thing. And it's 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 one of yeah. those stepping stone bits that I really like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Actually, this um, now I'd say one thing I, I, I want to shift not back been... to uh, last last night. You go on. Okay. <laughs> Is that what uh, well, you were okay, saying? So you kind of cut out um, for a second. We talked a little bit. Well, no. Well, you were, you started talking, so I wasn't sure. I thought you had something more relevant. Um, 
Well, I do have something to say, no, no, but if you just want to do a quick aside, do it. Yes, I will. Okay, so last night we talked about uh, – I kind of want to do a minute. We talked about Paradox Redemption, and um, uh-huh. I don't know if it's really a redemption on Paradox part. I think it's more just a, like, uh, a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, it's I, not, I mean, I think, I think you mentioned like, that. Because it's like, she's yeah, like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, it's and it's not. I just wanted to, uh, just, you know, put it out there that like. Okay, quick question: uh, Are you like? Are you like cutting? Out, like, are you like? I think I think it's because the. I think it's just really slow assembling your thoughts. No, I think it's a it's a connection thing. Like it's it's a delayed. I might be a little, might be a little bit of both. I think it's a connection issue. Like it's just the delayed reaction. He's hearing. Either it. way, just yeah, because I get like sure half a this. sentence from you, Evan, it, and then like uh, a two second pause, and then the rest of that sentence. <laughs> so, oh really? Yeah. Um, oh, that's weird. Uh, for that the paradigm shift, here's why. Here's why I call it redemption. Anyway, I mean it. It can be both because the thing you have to remember is that the introduction of Paradot is that she tried to kill Stephen and the gems multiple times. Yeah. So yes, that is like you know character growth and change. True. Like the concept of paradigm shift and redemption are not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a, it is a little bit of both in that sense because it's sort of a paradigm shift in that she isn't like she's not like yellow diamond or ja- like Jasper would have a full blown redemption art because Jasper is just this violent like callous character whereas Paradot was more or less like ignorance so to speak like where Jasper was like taking action and trying to be full on just a dick and like n- like non caring Paradot's more of just like this kind of like side more bottom feeder character that didn't have as much going for her enemy like antagonist wise and it's but it's still sort of a redemption arc because she has done things that have been considered very antagonistic redeem like she does need to redeem herself but it also works as a paradigm shift like i said because comparatively jasper is much more of a bad guy slash antagonist than paradox is Okay, I see that. I have a question about Paradot. Um, mm-hmm. Is anyone else getting fucking sure. sick of the word Clods? A little bit. A little bit. Just a little I'm bit. So like I said, when... when like, uh, come up with a new fucking yeah. insult. It's yeah. like you got your... It's you like there was this clods. kid... Uh, I think, I think, didn't we have this conversation I, before when we were talking about how... Um, like Claude, we probably was, did. I, you, I you and Max specifically talked about how like Claude sounds like a word that we would see on like the "I am very smart" subreddit like soon enough. Oh yeah, we did like talk about that, that was. Did yeah. we? I don't. Remember. It was like right it's around catch and release when like she was just spouting the word left and right, and we're like, this is gonna be a word that's gonna <laughs> get very annoying very fast. I, I I do remember that, but uh, I think that because the Claude thing we reminds can me off of the gas pedal because she had the. She had the Claude moment. Had the what? The Claude moment. <laughs> well, she she t- it, the Claude moment, yeah. She where she uh where she uh she called Yellow Diamond a Claude, you know, and that's like pretty important, I think, because she's been throwing it around a lot. But like that is like the the culmination. Like yeah, it it it, it worked it worked in that yeah. scene because you kind of like nobody ever really like reacted to it as like hostily. As Yellow Diamond, it's did. a slur. It's a slur, and it like, goddamn. But the, like the slur. Crystal Gems were like, kind of like, oh, Paradox, you Rocket, te- you Team Rocket villain, you. But when Yellow Diamond got called a Claude, 
It's like you just like spouted like the worst word possible to her, and it's just like, oh, that's that's the c word yeah, there. Like, ooh, whew, whew. Yeah. It, it is, is a c word. Yes, that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> no, because just like the whole like paradox Claude thing just reminds me of I was like. 10 years old at summer mm. camp and there was this kid in our bunk drew and um wait wait real quick uh, was like, this the one uh with toby mcguire uh yes same camp is that the one uh, same year even oh, maybe damn yeah oh. yes Ooh, i fucking answered wow. you already so you're always interrupting my <laughs> shit <laughs> um so drew no, I was, like i think it's one it stop interrupting my shit <laughs> so drew uh was oh my god like this is trying so to... off i'm going to kill you i'm going to kill you <laughs> I know, i'm I going to rip off your head and hollow it right out now. and just shit in it i'm going to kill you <laughs> so anyway like I, was saying, like I was saying Drew was always like trying to curse and shit, but you know he's like ten years old, so the counselors always berating him, and so we watched like Goonies at the beginning of the summer. So like the closest thing to a curse word Drew could get away with was schmuck, and he just like call everyone a schmuck whenever he wanted to insult them, and that was his go-to word: you schmuck, you schmuck, you schmuck. So I remember the counselors are doing a thing like one night in the middle of the summer where they're like waking up campers to like fuck with them in different ways and at the time i had like really severe <coughs> anger management issues and like a fixation on the hulk so everyone like called me the hulk and shit so they wake me up it's like one in the morning it's like max look at this and they l bought those fucking like hulk hand things that just wanted to like show me for whatever reason so i'm trying to get back to sleep <laughs> and then they turn to drew and like they wake drew up and he's like uh, -uh and they're like drew for the next 10 minutes you're allowed to say whatever curse word you want, and you won't get in trouble. And now I'm watching. He's like, oh, this is high drama. I'm interested <laughs> in this. So Drew just goes, schmuck. And they're like, no, Drew, come on. You can say anything. For like the next 10 minutes, like all he can muster up is schmuck because he's just too goddamn tired and there's no creativity. <laughs> and I'm like, that's what Paranaut reminds me of. <laughs> Oh my god, just <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a labored analogy, so, but goddamn. <laughs> like, it reminds me yeah. of, like, that time when, uh, uh -huh. a lot, like, around the time, like, I discovered Homestar Runner on the internet, and, like, that was, like, the big funny thing to watch on the internet, and, like, everybody's, yeah. what? everybody's vernacular that I knew that knew about Homestar Runner at the time consisted of, like, two dominant words, oh. frickin', Holy frickin', crap. frickin' crap. and holy crap. And just, it, oh, three words. Well, three, words. three words. Three words. Three, this many. Holy crap. And a strong man. Two terms. Yeah, two terms, yeah, two terms, three words, whatever. And, uh. Dear strong man, how do you type with boxing gloves on? Sincerely, jolly Crap, crap for yours. yours. Yeah. yeah, and it's just that, and it's that point where, like, when I grow up, like, or now that I, well, I haven't grown up yet. Who am I kidding? When I walk around and I see people younger than theoretically. me. Theoretically. Theoretically, I've grown up. Te legally, I've grown up. Not. <laughs> I was going to say, we're still shouting about cartoons. We really are. So like, and it's just, and it's, but it's yeah. weird. We're never going now to Now that it's stop. like not like a, th now that like getting in trouble for saying curse words <laughs> isn't a thing. 
hearing younger people or even people kind of close to my age still saying frickin' and it's almost like a self-censoring feels really weird to me, even though that was a thing that I did constantly. <laughs> like when I hear like a 20-year-old or something go, frickin', like frickin' heck dang, and I'm like, oh, oh. And it's just really weird. Oh, I have a. Uh, I feel like I. Uh, I the only like, person I who can get away with saying "frickin'." First, uh... <laughs> these pauses are going to be the end of. I me. know he paused for me. Fuck uh, you. Uh, okay. uh... I just got someone. Actually, Max, tell your story. <laughs> I feel like the only guy who can get away with like saying "frickin'" is Jack Black. Yeah, there. it's it's kind of true. My big thing. Yeah, you go now. You go, Evan. That's it. Okay, my thing was uh, I was like. Because I have a, you know, I swear all the fucking time. Uh, except mm-hmm. hey. You uh, do? But, so when I got like a, like a, a job at like a, an office setting, uh, I was like, okay, I'm definitely, I'm going to have to clean it up. I got to be professional. I got to be professional. And my first day there, I walk in and one of the, the uh, afternoon hosts was like, oh, God damn it. Fuck shit. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> shit. Fuck my cock. And I was like. Now the timing's off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, maybe never mind then on the whole. That just feels that feels like one of those like it, it feels like that yeah. was written like a written scene for a show where a guy, like the main character's like, oh, I gotta clean up my act now that I've got an office job, and he walks in and the first words are fucking goddamn shit ass bitch motherfucker. But that like that totally <laughs> happens. And nothing makes something yeah, seem no, more like it no. didn't happen than by me saying that totally happened. <laughs> Evan, Evan, here's a question from yeah. what you know of me. How good do you think I am at censoring myself if the situation calls for it? I, I'm going to say very good, actually. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, surprisingly I'm good. Like, I didn't expect say, it either. Uh, like, <laughs> sometime last spring, I'm in uh, the emergency room just because I had, like, this thing with an ingrown toenail. Um... And so they've got to, you know, like, fucking drink on it and, like, scrape at the foot and shit. No, no, I'm not. But, and, like, it was so painful. And I wanted to, like, <laughs> scream and curse and stick these giant-ass needles in my toe and junk. But I remember, like, I saw a little kid in there. There's, like, an eight-year-old on the other side of the curtain. So in my brain, like, the words are just like, fuck shit out, <laughs> yeah! And I'm like... I don't want to, you know, curse for this little kid. I also don't want to terrify this kid. So instead of screams of pain, I'm just, like, breaking out into mad laughter. And just like, oh, boy! Oh, yeah! I feel yeah. like that would terrify the child more. Honestly. What a psychopath. If I was a small child, and I was in the hospital, and I came up on the site of, like, a six-foot-four behemoth Jew laughing madly in my face. I would shit my pants. Pointing at his toe, just like, be like, oh, this is super funny. I would probably be terrified of that. (laughs) Okay. I think I... I think I just broke Max in revenge. It happened. There's one more. Okay. There's actually Final something serious about the episode I wanted yes. to discuss. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. We haven't really talked much about, about Garnet what in this episode. Is the paradox? No, yeah, no, Garnet. The here's the thing that interests me about her. Oh my god. Just continue, okay. Max. 
We're going to get through this fucking delay. So, Garnet. Um, <coughs> the thing I found interesting is kind of... Yes, we This are. is the episode that makes me wonder how constant Garnet's future vision is. Because obviously, she knew to catch Greg. She saw, like, Peridot's going to push Greg. Or that Peridot might push Greg. So, I'm pretty sure she's, like, standing there ready to mm -hmm. catch him. Because he does not have abs, so he cannot survive exactly. the fall. Um, <laughs> but it's also like, we see like her recording, like, Steven, you shouldn't have done that. And firstly, I'm just kind of wondering, like, has Garnet ever grounded Steven for something he hasn't done yet? Because <laughs> I just kind of like to imagine that, and that's really funny. Steve, she just like bursts into the fucking room. Steven! And Steven's like, what? Like, he has no idea what's going <laughs> on. And it's... Like, you burned down the pizza place. I did what? You're staying in here. I didn't do anything. And you're not going to. <laughs> I just, now, now I just want to see, <laughs> but, like, the cover of uh, Minority Report, but replace Tom Cruise with Garnet. <laughs> and, um, but the other thing is, I wonder, like, if Garnet was kind of using Future Vision to see how Peridot might develop. And that's why she's always kind of, hanging around yeah. because she sees like this is the moment where Peridot's going to make a breakthrough. This is where she's going to make another breakthrough. It's like she's seeing like Peridot's potential growth path and it's just kind of like hanging around to foster. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Oh my god, I just re so Holy shit, I, I just had a revelation. I literally just had a revelation. You know how Garnet, you know how you know how Garnet's um future vision is like she sees many possibilities. I just realized because in the answer, Ruby actively contradicts Sapphire's future vision, and it works when they're a fusion. Oh fuck! I just realized that. Like, goddamn, I feel stupid, but Jesus, that is amazing. But yes, I'm 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 done. But let's move on to I guess final thoughts now. For me, yeah, I'm not sure um, I understood the point of that, I'll but yeah, start, let's keep uh, going. <clears throat> yes. I loved this episode. Because we got to finally see, like, I said back when we were doing Back to the Barn and Too Far that I wanted, I was really excited for whatever the Garnet, Garnet Peridot Redemption episode would be. And it didn't disappoint. This was an amazing episode. It had a lot of, um, like, despite the fact that Peridot had, has retroactively already redeemed herself, this was a great little flashback episode to show more of how far she's come. And it did it very cleverly. It definitely makes her growth seem a lot yeah, more Yeah, it definitely yeah. did. I love this episode. I I mean, I brought, like, like the whole, like, ever since Peridot kind of came, a lot of the plot has gotten in on its A-game and, like, like, pushing it forward. And I'm all for that, and it got great character development, and I love this episode. Evan. Yo, okay. Um, what a tease! The fucking Garnet and Peridot, uh, let's fuse and dance and stuff. It was a really cool moment. Definitely not discrediting the like the fun and, and the 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 I guess tension of that moment. It was mm -hmm. it was great. But yeah, that would have been really nice. Cause, fuck, how cool Because there was a been? leak God where somebody like made a fake credit sequence and they showed they had a fake <laughs> voice actor for Yellow Diamond, which turned out to be false. But then an, a screenshot had leaked Daddy. of the screenshot of um Garnet and Peridot dancing leaked, and somebody was like, oh fusion so they wrote jade and it said it was voiced by uh Ribera and estelle and p and because people were thinking that they were gonna fuse and i just thought was that was like a big hype like 
because it was super tense like evan said like holy shit they're gonna fuse but it, they didn't they were gonna fuse they were gonna and then they didn't and then they didn't and, and then, then they, they didn't. didn't but i thought the the heart well, the heart of that scene was still there <laughs> let the hate flow through you yeah it's, it. it's a really good scene and I, and I just love how garnet's like all right you're not ready for the <laughs> <dick yet." laughs> but that gets me excited because it shows that peridot is open to that and that could happen in the future and that would be really cool to see it's also really kind yeah. of interesting to me how anyway. Garnet was almost willing to, you know, fuse with like a complete stranger-ish person just to see, like, to show yeah. them how she, wonderful it is. Well, it's which it, is it shows yeah. how much trust she has for Peridot, I think. Well, that's kind but, of like, like that's all of that's what that's Garnet's yeah, character so. because Garnet wouldn't exist if that like accidental like fusion of two gems who don't know each other at all happened, like. She can. She understands how two gems who have like nothing in common whatsoever can create something awesome and cool because she's awesome and cool. Yeah, but yeah. True. It's a really good episode. Final anyway, thoughts, Max. Um, so or was my final thoughts. Uh, two things. Two things. Because one, we didn't cover this. We talked mm -hmm. about during the episode. Did they get Amy Mann back just to like go O oh, into the that would be fantastic if they it. did. Oh, and a yeah. terrible waste of money, but also a great waste. Because like of money. Opal has the one line and says nothing up. Yeah, it's, also, it's just like, all right, $10,000 is ready, and the accounting department's like, all right, we got her back, another Opal episode, like, some guy in the accounting department's excited, who went to prove that, like, he mail out the check, Patty... it's just, oh, and he's like, what the shit am I doing? Oh, yeah, Patty LaPone uh, was a big deal. And then, I my second... I was gonna say, second... if they can get Patty LaPone, then they... Yeah. Yeah, isn't she, like, a big Yeah, she did a lot, she did, uh, she did, um, Sweeney Todd yeah, she, she, back on Broadway for a got, couple of years. Two Tonys and two Grammys. Oh, she's a Broadway legend. Yeah, like big deal. And like, it, yeah, like Rebecca well, I mean, on Rebecca got, Sugar's yeah, blog, they, she made a whole post geeking out about how she got Patty Lupone to play Yellow Diamond because she's like, "Holy shit, I got Patty Lupone." Yeah, <laughs> it was really cute to see Rebecca geeking out. That's well, great. And I was but gonna say, and Tori, my other you know, final she, thought. Tori's a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. And she freaked out. Yeah. Anyway, go on. And my other final thought is just that. uh you know, I've enjoyed Stephen mm. for a lot. Um, you know, a lot of great development and stuff. But I gotta say, now that it's over, I am ready for some shit that does not revolve around. Paradise. I think we're gonna get that. <laughs> like, you know, we got, we got the <laughs> oh Garnet episode, Jane. we got the Stephen Connie thing. But I, I, I want like, I want to like go back to fucking Beach City, and I want to see like. Is Lars less of a shithead now? Is uh, Mister Smiley Sinbad again? Like. What is Barb up to, and does it have anything to do with caber tossing? Because I feel <laughs> like it might. Uh, so, just, like, I want to see, like, if you're going to do Paradox, I want to see, like, Paradox interact yeah. with the larger world now. Um, now that she's, like, sided with it. And also, uh, okay, guys, uh, place your bets. Where is the star going to go? Uh, I think it's going to replace the where the diamonds were on or like the the bright yellow parts on her outfit like a star on her chest star on her kneecaps and like little pointy star shapes on yeah. her toes which i think would be kind of adorable uh i like i like star on the chest but part of me is really hoping for star on the forehead it's not going to be a thing really also i kind of i kind of want the star hair it seems really cheesy uh, but i would like it no fucking way is that happening even less the star hair star would be on the forehead. um or, well, like, I would love or like, because it would end the Dorito show like once and with for all. Like, uh, Simone oh Gurlagon so glasses. <laughs> glass. Like the, 
Oh, like the star yeah, shaped no, visor. The, the star visor. Oh, so, visor. She's, so she's. Do you want Elton yeah. John as your Jim? No, 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 no. Like Simone from Gurren Lagann with the big star shaped visor. Who wouldn't? Sorry, all you're saying is Elton Jim. Elton, God damn it. All right, well, uh, yeah. Simba Bob Four, that was it. Yep. It was awesome. Simba And that was the Ringo Zone. But as always, the question is why? And we'll get back to you on that answer whenever the Amen. fuck the show right. returns. And cut. <laughs>